for this part of Organic Matters, we're going to just do, I call them, nature factoids. These are tidbits of information I've picked up in the last week or so. Pretty new information almost all the time. And I try to convey it to my listeners. I usually condense it. Some of it's from long articles and you have to kind of decide what's it's in order of importance. But I hope you enjoy it. And again, if you uh, want to know any more about these particular subjects, whatever they might be, all you have to do is contact me at natureapproved at yahoo.com. All one word, natureapproved at yahoo.com. So let's start off with this fact that's kind of interesting. For the first time, California ran on 100% renewable energy. Think about that. For the entire state, for a given period now, but it's very interesting. But don't discount fossil fuels. They're not going to go away yet. I wish they would, but they we just can't do it that fast. On a mild Sunday afternoon, California set a new historical milestone in the quest for true clean energy. The sun was shining, the wind was blowing, and on May 8th of this year, the state produced enough renewable energy to meet over 103% of its entire consumer demand for the, entire, for the whole state. And interestingly, that broke a record set just a week earlier of 99.9% of all the energy they needed self-produced right there in the state. Energy experts say the following records are a sign of the remarkable progress that renewable energy has made. But, like I said, that doesn't mean fossil fuels are out of the picture yet. No, not by far. Even as the record was broken, natural gas power plants in California are still running. But for this particular period, they weren't considered part of the energy source. Because despite of the dramatic growth of renewable energy, turning off natural gas power still isn't possible in the whole state of California. The reason is due to a tricky time of day. When the sun sets and the solar farms stop producing, California needs to replace that power quickly and seamlessly with other sources, like hydropower or natural gas. At this moment, just for very short periods, but... As we learn how to better store our renewable energies, this will eventually go into the past. To help this along, the state is rapidly building huge power battery projects just for that purpose. So power generated during the day can be stored for use at sunset. But so far, it's still just a small portion, just a fraction of what's totally needed. So just it's kind of a sign that even as California and more than a dozen other states now are working towards long-term goals of getting 100% clean energy year-round from their own sources, renewables, weaning off fossil fuels, folks, is not going to be simple. We, we've been on that, uh, that wagon for 100 years now. But the good news is that you can get an awful long way just by adding wind and solar and batteries to the current grid. So they're getting closer to being self-sustaining every day. So how did California hit that 100% renewable energy point? Well, first of all, springtime's an ideal time of the year for renewable energy, especially in the state of California. The days are getting longer, so solar energy is on the rise. Wind power and hydropower from dams is humming along, and mild temperatures mean air conditioners and aren't running turned up all the time, so electricity demand is still relatively low. Therefore, for about an hour on April 30th, grid operators at the California Independent Systems Operations 
which serves about 80% of that state, incidentally, had enough electricity from solar, wind, geothermal, and a little bit of hydropower dam electricity to meet all the demands for the entire area. More power was being generated than was needed. So some was actually exported to other Western states, incidentally, at a bit of a profit. In my eyes, folks, that's quite an accomplishment because it demonstrates if we can do it for one, even one instantaneous hour or two, we can do it for longer periods of time. Records have fallen consistently in the spring over the last few years due to the dramatic expansion of solar farms in California. Renewable energy, including solar panels on building rooftops, has more than tripled in that state since 2005. In 2019, 63% of the state's power came from carbon-free sources, including renewables such as solar, wind, and hydropower. So why are natural gas plants still running? Well, still at the time the record fell, natural gas power plants still generated about 10% of the electricity on California's grid, including the power being exported to other states. That's because those power plants are still vital to keeping everything lights on, let's say, uh, later in the day to late in the evening. When the sun sets, solar power disappears, of course, from the grid till the next morning, which means grid operators then must turn up other sources of electricity. And again, sometimes the wind fills in, but that's not 100% trustworthy yet. And we're learning to control that by what? Better and better storage methods. At this moment, to replace the solar at sunset, California generally uses hydropower, which I add here on my own, which when done properly, folks, is a renewable source. Has been for years. We've just kind of, with other sources coming in and the coal and petroleum industry so strong, they, they've just kind of outmaneuvered what could have been a pretty good source of energy even more than it is today. And of course, they're still backing it with sources of natural gas. That's going to be going on for a while, folks, probably a few decades. They do try to back down those other systems as far as they can, but they don't shut the systems off because the, then when, they, when sun sets, it's not a smooth transition. So there's always some backup energy, let's say, running in addition to what right now is their totally environmentally friendly sources. But otherwise, that means when, even when there's plenty of solar power during the day, natural gas power is still there in the background. They still need that to make the energy source sort of level. In fact, this is interesting. On some days, solar farms are told to turn off because there's simply too much power on the grid. And again, the weakness in the system right now is we don't have an easy way to store all that power. But we're learning. We're getting there, folks. California is working to store extra renewable energy generated during the day so it's available later in the evening or even to the next day. Large battery projects are popping up everywhere around that state. In the past two and a half years alone, energy storage has grown 20-fold in California, and by a large percentage in a number of other states. Think it this way, the more storage they can get online that can be charged by solar, the better off their chances are of making sure that when the state needs the power the most, it's the cleanest it can be. However, still at this point, unfortunately, batteries still only make up a, just a small percentage of the power that's needed when the sun goes down. At most, you know, it's getting into the 
two-digit percentages, but, but it's got a long way to go. So even with the state's ambitious climate change goals, the natural gas industry is not worried about shutting down in that state for many years to come. So even with all they're doing, studies looking at how California can get 100% carbon-free electricity, they're shooting for the goal around 2040, 2045. They still see natural gas will continue to at least play a role for the next several decades. In the state's own analysis, the way they looked at it, the majority of natural gas power plants are probably still going to be operating for the next 20 years, even when the goal is supposed to be met by that time. And that's because the law at this moment really specifies that 100% of retail electric sales must be carbon free, which only includes the power that reaches the customers themselves. However, California makes more electricity than that because around 15% of the power generated is lost in transmission before it's ever even sold. So that kind of means natural gas power plants are, are technically going to be kept operating till that year, at least 20, 2040 or 2045, when the state definitely hits that 100% full-time benchmark. Because there's a loophole, that means about 15% of the power generated doesn't have to be carbon-free by law. Today, natural gas power plants are being used less and less, however, as renewable energy grows very rapidly, at least in the state of California, which means less revenue for those companies. But in the state's energy market, power plants receive payments not just for the electricity they make, but simply for standing by to be available when the state needs them the most. Natural gas plants are increasingly relying on that revenue stream to keep them up and running as they are less and less part of the entire energy grid. It's still expected, of course, that the role of natural gas generators is going to be around, but it's going to evolve. They're going to go from providing a lot of the electricity to providing what we would call them as an insurance product, the capacity that's standing by in order to ensure total reliability. However, folks, as time goes by, fossil fuel companies in California know that their use is dwindling. So that is encouraging them to learn to make natural gas projects more like carbon-free power sources. One pilot project would capture the carbon emissions before they escape into the atmosphere to cause any warming. They're also looking at using renewable fuels that we're not even talking much about now, for instance, hydrogen, in addition to natural gas. Even though they're really working on it, California still will need to ramp up renewable energy at unprecedented rates. Solar and wind projects will need to be built about two or three times faster in the future than they have been to now. Battery projects need to be built about eight times faster. That's the biggest weakness they have. And currently, trade disputes and supply chain shortages and all that already threaten to slow the state's progress. Those impediments actually being paid for by, yes, you wouldn't believe it, would it? the fossil fuel industries. So I have to say that in general, they just need to still find a way to get off of gas. They are heading in the right direction, and I feel really confident they're gonna get there, but it's gonna take a while. I, I anticipated this a decade ago. I anticipated there'd be about twice as many EV electric cars on the roads as there actually are. However, that's changing very rapidly. We keep around some $5 gasoline for very long. Electric cars are gonna start looking more and more attractive to everybody. Part of my little contribution for those of you that either know me or have listened to me is I'm up to two electric bicycles. 
I'm driving a hybrid Ford Focus, semi-EV car, I would say, and working towards being fully off of what I would call the fossil grid as soon as I can. Unfortunately, here where I live right now, it's hard to get totally off of a fossil fuel grid. However, you can buy in to wind power and things with a little extra money that when I'm at my own home, I do, that helps to support this movement we need to make to get off of dirty fuel and make it not only better for me, but better for the environment and eventually better for all of our children and our children's children. Think about it. It's got to happen. Thanks for staying tuned to Organic Matters.